Good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Katie G and I am a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Thursday, November 22nd, 2018 and this is the 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time meeting. Today we are reading from the big book, Alcoholics Anonymous, and we are in the chapter of Vision for You. We are on page 160. We're starting with the third paragraph, the very practical approach. We're reading through two paragraphs, ending with we'll number many hundreds, and comments are welcome on all. Today's readers are the 12 Steps of Overeaters Anonymous, Edini M., the 12 Traditions, Elena A. M., and readers of the text are Hoodie R. and Terry N. Oh, excuse me. Yes, that is correct. Sorry. The share ID for Wednesday, November 21st is the 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12,206, and the 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 12,207. The OA Preamble, Overeaters Anonymous, is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Edini M. to please read the 12 steps. Edini? Thank you, Katie, for your service. Good morning, my spiritual brothers and sisters. My name is Edini M. from New York, and I'm a very grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. Thank you, God, always giving credit where credit is due. The 12 steps of Overeaters Anonymous. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation 
to improve, to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And 12, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we try to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. I thank you and I pass. Thank you, Edini. I will now ask Elena A.M. to please read the 12 traditions of OA. Elena? Good morning, everybody. My name is Elena A.M. I'm from Pennsylvania, and uh, here are the 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous, except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. 10. Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11. Our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you for this service opportunity, and I pass. Thank you, Elena A.M. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature and stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you please keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. <clears throat> Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that sharing being directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. Today, we resume our study of the big book. We are in the chapter, A Vision for You, we're on page 160, starting with the third paragraph, the very practical approach. We are reading through two paragraphs, ending with will number many hundreds. And I am now going to ask Hoodie R to get us started. Hoodie, please go ahead. Thank you so much, Katie. This is Hoodie R, uh, 
cover compulsive overeater. The very practical approach to his problems, the absence of intolerance of any kind, the informality, the genuine democracy, the uncanny understanding which these people had were irresistible. He and his wife would leave elated by the thought of what they could now do for some stricken acquaintance and his family. They knew they had a they knew they had a host of new friends. It seemed they had known these strangers always. They had seen miracles, and one was to come to them. They had visioned the great reality, their loving and all-powerful creator. Now, this house will hardly accommodate its weekly visitors, for they number 60 or 80 as a rule. Alcoholics are being attracted from far and near. From surrounding towns, families drive long distances to be present. A community 30 miles away has 15 fellows of Alcoholics Anonymous. Being a large place, we think that someday its fellowship will number many hundreds. And, um, you know, here we are in a vision for you. And, um, you know, the practical approach to his problems. And um, when I first came here, um, I, didn't really, I really didn't believe that these are all practical approaches that will solve all that will solve all my problems, but just the the helping that enabling me to focus to do the work that um I am being told to do um is just to let go of what other people think and just um be present and um be understanding and loving to all to all others and not get involved in other people's issues but is what what I'm learning here is to be that that example of recovery, I come in here and I get to do the work on, a, on an individual basis to get well, and so that that attraction com, could um, could that attraction could be there for other people to see and hear and believe that it could happen to them. But um, and you know by doing that that individual work on a daily basis. By going through these steps and create and uh, which all lead me to see the hand of my creator to really have a closer connection and trust that anything that happens to me is for my best and for and um and he has my my uppermost um uppermost in in mind and he only wants to be helpful to me and you know this you know here we are standing in a in a vision for you a, a healthy OA meeting where we get to hear other people as they go through their journey and they share their experience strength and hope of how they got well and how they're working and living sing and in peace and joy no matter what um situations come ahead of them and that's all that I can carry today is I could carry this message of recovery um to and then and recover and do that work and um and trust that um you know as I'm doing the work and being that positive example that um other people will see want what I have and you know want to do the same, but I have absolutely no power to get anyone recovered. Today, all I could do is carry this message to the best of my ability, practice these principles to all my affairs, and be and recover so that um, 
so that so that the fellowship can increase. But so that I'm just so grateful that um, I have a place to come to, a nice, warm place where I could hear other people Time. go through that journey. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Hoodie. And before we begin welcoming speakers, just want to remind everybody, um, we welcome everyone who wants to share. If you're a new voice, would love to hear you. We are on page 160. We are starting with the third paragraph, the very practical approach, through two paragraphs ending with, we'll number many hundreds, and I'm going to do my best to hear people. Please go ahead if you'd like to Siobhan. Naomi Bates. Nancy Iowa. Harley Melissa. Kim G. Kim G. Kim G. Kim G. I'm writing down. Everybody, don't worry. Okay, wait a second. I have a list. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, I've got it. Um, actually, it's going to be seven. So if everybody could mute. Um, the list I have is Siobhan C. Naomi. Oh dear. I don't know which Naomi that is. Nancy P, Harlan G, Kim G, Sima, and Melissa. So that's going to be our lineup to get started. I apologize for the, everyone I did not hear. Uh, we'll come back for you, I promise. And if everybody else could mute, we'll get started with Siobhan. Siobhan, please go ahead. Thank you so much. Can I be heard? Can I be heard? You're loud and clear. Siobhan? Can I be heard? Yes, we can hear you. Okay, thank you so much. Oh, wait a second. You know what, Siobhan, we lost you again. Oh, is it is it better now? You're clear now. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Good morning, family. Um, happy Thanksgiving. I'm so thankful today that you are all here. Um, I'm Siobhan C., and I'm a recovered um, compulsive overeater that were, who recovered October 22, 2018 from a, a suicidal, um, homicidally angry woman who was planning a mental columbine to take out three of my, at least three out of my uh, hundreds resentments. Thank God I didn't find that permanent solution to what was absolutely a seemingly, it was a seemingly permanent state of but it actually was a was a temporary problem and thank god i found this permanent solution promised to me if i follow the precise uh instructions that i'm so grateful today were given in writing so that i have that proof that this is how they did it when they got that when the first pioneers got that permanent uh recoveredness from any malady you know from their malady but but now it's been applied to any malady and i apply it constantly every day I'm so grateful. Okay, so get to the paragraph, sorry. Um, so, uh, yeah, um, the practical um, and the new host of friends. Yeah, it's, I mean, this is just, it's just so aligned with what's going on with me. Uh, the house with the vi- may accommodate its weekly visitors, number six to 60 or 80 as a rule. That's probably about the number of protégés I have that are actively working these, uh, I, I don't even say li- working, they're skipping, skipping, we're all skipping. And we love it, and it's, it, there's no reason to trudge. Why trudge? Why, why would I trudge to destiny when I know every day gets better, every second, every minute, when I constantly ask myself, am I hurting myself or others, or am I helping myself or others? 
just that little reorientation every second, every minute to stay aware, constantly monitoring the thoughts, constantly sharing, constantly re skipping through, retreading, but skipping along one, two, three, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, every second, having that willingness to apply it every second, every minute, every hour, every day, because as needed. Um, and, and, and constantly working with others. My God, I just shared with one protege, there's a forest fires near us, right? And, and I'm in Santa Monica by the beach, but thankfully it's not affecting my home. And thankfully there's an amazing 12 step retreat I'm going to in, in Malibu and it's not, it's Time, the one please. house that didn't burn. Thank you. Thanks Siobhan. <clears throat> and next we will have Naomi B I think, and then followed yes, by Nancy, Nancy P. Naomi, please go ahead. Can you hear me? Okay. I can, Naomi, Thanks. loud and clear. Good morning, family. Oh, happy Thanksgiving. Yes, my name is Naomi. Be a grateful, recovered, compulsive ever reader. What resonates with me this morning, um, well, from surrounding towns, family dri- drive long distance to be present, a community 30 miles away, and the rest of the paragraph, it's like, wow, I'm back in Newark, New Jersey in 20, 2018. It was like fabulous, 2017. Fabulous. This is what resonated with me. Families from all over, it wasn't just 30 miles, it was from all over the world that we gathered together one wonderful, wonderful, enchanted weekend of love and support and fellowship. It it blew my mind to meet so many of you that I hear on the phone all the time. It's just, what a transformation. I, I am blown away because I'm 71 years young. It's just a number. It doesn't really apply to me because I, I had my face down in a hoagie and Doritos in my 50s and 60s. So now I come alive. And it's like because of this book, because of this book and following the simple directions and because some person came and cracked open this book and said this is what you do this is how you follow the steps this is how you're loved and this blows me away i am like beyond my wildest dream and and god gave me a mouth and i carry this word and i cannot thank you all enough and happy Thanksgiving, and I love you, family, and I pass. Thanks, Naomi B. We'll now have Nancy P., followed by Harlan G. Good morning, Nancy. Hi, Katie. This is Nancy Hi. P. Hi. I actually did not um, give my name. Um, so oh, I, my gosh, I, um, my tricky I ears. In there. Okay. I know, I could have flipped in there, but I'm going to give okay. my Okay. Can I just can I? Just it was me. Um, Okay, hang on. Okay, you know what? I'm just going to keep it where we're at right now because I have a great list and I promise I'll come back and get our other friend. Um, So Nancy P, did you say you wanted to share or not? No, I just just wanted to say to everybody that called me and texted me yesterday, thank you. And I'll I'll pass to let whoever share. Sorry about that. Wonderful, wonderful. No, no worries. And Nancy R, I I got you. I'm going to put you um, at the end of our list just because I've got this great list and there's going to be plenty of time for you, I promise. So let's just go with Harlan G and then followed by Kim G and Nancy, I got you. Thanks. Harlan, are you available? Is that me, Katie? That would be you, Mr. Oh, Harlan. Are you okay. available? Thank you. I am. I'm Harlan. <laughs> Sorry, I'm guys. I'm a compulsive overeater in Scottsdale, Arizona. And I also want to thank you, Katie, for your service this morning. And Gabriella, thank you very much for lending us your mom. 
Let's take a look here at the bottom of 160, and we are in late 1935 and 1936, and the Oxford group is very, very active now. It's in its ascendancy, and in Akron, Ohio, and in Cleveland, Ohio, which is really 40 miles, not 30 miles, but okay, we won't, we won't nitpick. It's 40 miles away from Akron. Um, you've got some groups up there, and you've got some groups in Akron where there are drunks coming into the Oxford group and they are finding relief to their problem. Now let's take a look at some things that have historically been, been tried. The snake oil salesmen and the, 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 the flim flam people that came through for cures to alcoholism and all the medicines and all the things were failures. In the mid-1800s, you had the Washingtonians who had very, very little success. They had no solution to alcoholism. They were just banded together to try to keep each other sober, and all six of their founders died drunk, as did their members. And they came up, and they had a bunch of members, and then they came down, and they crashed and burned. And for the very first time in the history of planet Earth, there was relief from this horrible, horrible affliction. And T. Henry and Clarice Williams were one of the major factors in the Oxford group in Akron. They opened their home to the drunk squad of the, Akron, of the uh, Oxford group. And let's take a look at page 161. They seemed as if they had known these strangers always. And when we go back to page 17, it says, we are people who have, like, survived a shipwreck from steerage to captain's table where camaraderie and democracy pervade. Now, were all these people alcoholics? Absolutely, they were not. But what did they have in common? They were people who had been afflicted by problems or loneliness or sadness or whatever, and they came into the Oxford group, and they not only found fellowship, but they found God. And that's a lot to find. Now, the great reality and their loving and all-powerful creator are capitalized because these were the higher powers, the great reality, and then eventually an, a loving and all-powerful creator. Now, let's take a look at what it says here. It says, alcoholics are being attracted from far and near, from surrounding towns. Families drive long distances to be present. Why? Because they heard that there are recoveries. They heard that there is success. A community 30 miles away, actually it's 40. But Time, you've got Clarence Snyder up there in, in uh, Cleveland, and things are happening, and things are going well. And with that, I'm going to pass. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving, Thank everybody. Thank you, Harlan. Thank you. All right, we're going to continue with our G trend and head over to Kim G. Kim, are you available? Good morning. I feel like we're all in homeroom and grammar school. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, everyone. My name is Kim Jane. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. You know, I never got past the first four words. You know, the very practical approach. You know, I have to say I entered Overeaters Anonymous in 1994, but I've been recovered for eight years, so you do the math. You know, this first 16 years, 17 years, was temporary respite. And a good year in OA was when I was abstinent more than I was an abstinent. You know, that very practical approach I did for many years in a 12-step program wasn't the 12 steps. 
unfortunately, I disrespected Overeaters Anonymous. I treated it as a diet club with group support. I treated it as saying, like, you know, share it or wear it or, or service is slimming, and I took it as people's opinions. I treated it as just a data or a nine-tool program, whatever it was at that time. You know, I thought it was an abstinence program only, worshiping a food plan. And on the other end of it, I thought it was just about feeling better about being fat and what was termed fat serenity. So eight years ago, where my disease beat me into a state of reasonableness and I was desperate and I, and I was scared, you know, and it wasn't even that I didn't want to die. I was afraid of dying. I was afraid of living like I was living until I was 100 years old. And I entered a room, like was described yesterday, that was electric atmosphere. But I was afraid. I said, these steps aren't going to work for me. And someone confronted me with the idea that these steps work for alcoholics, drug addicts, compulsive overeaters, gamblers. Why do I think I'm so goddamn special? It's not going to work for me. So I opened this book with the doctor's opinion. I learned my twofold nature of this disease. It was critical that I defined my personal alcoholic food, my alcoholic ingredients, my alcoholic behaviors, and I put them down 100%. I did the steps quickly and thoroughly, and I had a spiritual awakening as a result of the steps, which honestly I didn't feel until I started helping other people. And I realized when I was teaching in this book, I was talking in past tense, that I no longer suffered. So as we enter today as Thanksgiving, I think to myself that this program has made today Thanksgiving versus Turkey Day. But the last eight years, I celebrate with gratitude today. And as far as the food is concerned, it's Thursday. You know, I, I think to myself that I feel in Thanksgiving in a room full of people totally disconnected. And yet this morning at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'm alone in my bedroom with my two dogs cuddled, and I feel connected across the globe because we all share in this common solution and this very practical approach. And with that, I guess. Thank you, Kim G. We'll now have Sima M. followed by Melissa C. Sima? Um, good morning. This is Sima M., Grateful Compulsive Overeater, Living in Recovery. Uh, can I just ask you, the paragraphs uh, are the end of 160? The last okay, paragraph? Sima, we're starting on the third paragraph, the very practical approach, and we're reading right. through two paragraphs ending with, we'll number many hundreds. Okay, thank you. Did yeah, you want to share I, today? I, yes, I think this okay. is... Um, what I like is the very practical approach, uh, but not about um, food plans or tools, but about the uh, the simplicity of the 12 steps, the fact that there are 12 steps. I came in a very confused person. I had been confused all my life. I was in my mid-20s, now I'm 67. Uh, and I was very fortunate to meet a man who was running big book workshops and who explained the 12 steps and the simpleness of the program and the practicalness of the program, practicality. And um, I was mesmerized and I followed. And um, I had some degree of recovery, but I was a sicker person than I realized. And um, thank God five years ago, after being out of OA for 20 years, I came back and there was a vision for you and I felt like I was home again and um, 
the message is still there and the message is loud and clear. And it's clearer than it was before and it's more powerful than it was before because there were so many people practicing it at that time in New York. I could barely find a handful. And uh, the message is the same and it works. And I'm very grateful to be a part of it and be a part of um, this meeting where I get to be um, close even though everybody's far. And I pass. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you, Sima. We will now have Melissa C. followed by Nancy R. Melissa? Hi, good morning. It's Melissa C. Recovered Compulsive Overeater in New York. And um, thank you so much, Katie, for your service and um, for everybody. You know, this is, um, it's just so exciting, right, that, that they're talking about this house and um, and how many people it can house. Um, and that we have, and it really it gave birth to this beautiful meeting that we have that can, you know, the numbers that we can house, it's limitless. Um you know, how many hundreds of people attend this incredibly strong meeting? And I'm just, I'm grateful that there, that a phone, you know, who would think that a phone could be used to build a fellowship up around me, you know? Um, the, the word that really grabs me, though, this morning is miracle, you know, that they'd seen miracles and one was to come to them. They had visioned the great reality, their loving and all-powerful creator, and you know, and so I could I could talk like endlessly about miracles. Like, first of all, like what's my miracle? Um, well, I'm alive. You know that that's a miracle that my cells came together, that um, my body somehow you know physically recovered from horrendous abuse that I did to it from this disease. You know, and you know like another huge miracle, which is really why we're here, is that I'm free from the compulsion you know, to kill myself with food, which, which was um, ruling my life. And, you know, I'm in, I'm in the middle, we're all in the middle of um, binge season out there. This is the time of year, you know, from Halloween to Thanksgiving, I would be like just warming up. And, um, and Thanksgiving for me, you know, it was a day of torment in the past because I was surrounded by all these novices, you know, these um, amateurs who thought that they were binging. And and I remember thinking, oh, my God, is this really what they think being full is? You know, it's not – is it a miracle that I'm not going to binge today? Um, yeah, that's pretty much a miracle, but bigger than that is um, I'm not going to binge tomorrow, you know, because Friday after – was the worst day of all. That was when I realized, um, you know, eating the cold leftovers, I had no other choice. And that's not my truth, you know. And so, you know, so beyond that, which is miraculous enough, is that I can actually um, today be in a family gathering without worrying what's, you know, that I'm going to get my fair share, worrying what's on my plate, worrying that I'm going to get heard, worrying that no one's going to pay attention to me, but actually show up and have gratitude and love. And I learned that here. I learned that from you guys, and I'm just really thankful. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Melissa C. And we will now have Nancy R., and then we'll open the meeting up again. Nancy, please go ahead. Thank you so much uh, for your service. 
I'm so grateful for an opportunity to uh, express my thanksgiving to my higher power and to this program uh, for my recovery. I'd like to address the sentence on page 161 that jumped out at me. They knew they had a host of new friends. It seemed they had known these strangers always. I lived in uh, metropolitan Chicago all of my adult life <clears throat> up until five years ago. I got married and moved to a small town whose name I could barely pronounce, had never heard of it. Uh, it's hard to describe it because across from the uh, our complex is a soybean field and five to ten minutes away is a, a mall. So it's a rural, I guess, slap, slash uh, suburban. At any rate, I knew no one. Uh, and there were very few people of my ethnicity, and I really felt abandoned, but alone, uh, outside of my husband, I knew no one. The first thing I did was I found an OA meeting. It was in uh, two towns adjacent to where I lived. The moment I walked in, I was home. Uh, it doesn't matter that no one looked like me, I was home. I And these people have become my my best friends. I've, met, I've been here five years now, and I know a number of people, but my, the closest people are the people I found in the rooms of OA. Uh, they, like me, have seen miracles. Uh, I was able to share my program. I was able to share my recovery with them. And as a result, I have uh, uh, just a host of new friends. This program is... Uh, is, is miraculous. Uh, Thanksgiving, I told my sponsors, you know, they said, you know, uh, should we call you tomorrow? Absolutely. Uh, this is just, today is Thursday and it happens to be Thanksgiving. But I've learned in these rooms, if I want what I got the day before, I must do today what I did yesterday. So I'm so grateful that, you know, Thanksgiving is a wonderful day. It's a day of Thanksgiving. It's not a food orgy day that it used to be so many years ago. This, my life is, is that I'm living my best life. I mean, I'm living my best life, and it's all because of Overeaters Anonymous, the relief I did not realize was possible that I have found. Uh, I want to echo what everybody has said, every speaker I can say ditto, but I just wanted to take a moment to thank God for this miraculous gift, the best gift I've ever received. Thank you for letting me share. Thank you, Nancy. Okay, so just a pause to remind everybody or let you know if you're just joining us. We are in our big book. We are on page 160. We are starting with the third paragraph, the very practical approach. We are reading through two paragraphs ending with, well, number many hundreds. And who would like to comment? Charles B. Craig F. Larry Larry I'm writing. I'm writing. I promise. I promise. Okay. Hang on a second. Okay. So before Lauren, this is the lineup I have, and I know that I've missed, like, everyone. So I have Charles H, Beth W, Leah D, Larry K, and Vasa O. One, two, three, four, five. Who Irene M, Carenza B, 
Okay. So, um, unfortunately, I'm not sure. Um, I will add, uh, I'll have Edini and Linda at the end. I think it's going to depend on our timing. So, I've got a great list. I apologize to those I didn't get. But the list I have that we're going to try and get in, and it may not all work, but we have our second hour, is Charles H., Beth W., Leah D., Larry K., Vasa O., Edini M., and Linda D. So um, let's get started with that. And, and just, repeat, just repeat the page number, moderator. 160 with the third paragraph, a very practical approach, through two paragraphs ending with, well, number many hundreds. And my friend Charles, good morning. Welcome you to Press Star One and Share. Good morning, the great KDG. Thank you for your service. <laughs> um, and, and, uh, I'm going to jump right down, drill right down, not waste no time because I don't need three minutes to, to, to keep it official. Um, the great reality is today could be either Halloween or Thanksgiving. The great reality is every day could be either Halloween or Thanksgiving. Um, another great reality is when you get on, I'll give you a suggestion. Get on the line and share where you're at. You ain't got to try to sound all crazy. You know, today is Thursday. If you feel some type of way, get to a meeting. <laughs> you know, practice this, this. Practice ground zero if you're suffering. And I'm not trying to preach to you. I'm just saying what I had to do. Right? It's either Halloween or Thanksgiving. Every day is Thanksgiving. With this beautiful practical program of action that we can practice under any circumstances. You know, this is a day that I don't. I used to maim my body and disfigure my body. I don't have to do that today. I can give thanks. Oh, give thanks to my higher power, which is Jesus Christ, and I ain't scared to profess it. I don't care who yours is. That's who mine is, and I ain't scared to say it, and I ain't scared to practice this simple religious idea and a practical program of action. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Charles. We'll now have Beth W. followed by Leah D. Beth W., please go ahead. Hi, this is Beth W. from North Dakota. Can you hear me, Katie? Loud and clear. Thank you very much. Um, Beth W. recovered um, compulsive overeater. Grateful to be um, absent today. Um, the sentence that um, I want to just speak about is the very practical approach to this problem is the absence of intolerance of any kind. Um, I was never intolerant. <laughs> I, was, I, or I was always intolerant, I should say. And so to be learning to be intolerant and to be surrounded by intolerant people or tolerant people, I'm getting it all mixed up, is so wonderful to be learning how to uh, make space for everybody in my life is um, just so wonderful to um, as I continue to um, grow and learn every day um, and make new friends and friends that were strangers. And, and to me, that's the miracle is that um, there is a place for everybody. And because they're all God's kids and every, all of us are God's kids. And um, for that, I give thanks today. And that's all I have to say. Thanks, Katie. And have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. I'll pass. Thank you, Beth W. And now we'll have Leah D. Followed by Larry K. Leah D. Thank you, moderator. Can I be heard? Loud and clear, Leah. Thank you so much. My name is Leah D. Recovered in Brooklyn. 
My first Ovary is an Honest meeting was in October of 1974. Uh, my first Thanksgiving was with about 14 other Ovaries in a woman's house where everything was prepared and we stood around like soldiers weighing and measuring. I thought I'd arrived. It was the most amazing experience coming from a place of never having or feeling I ever had real friends. I never had that. I never had the camaraderie and I never had what it said here. And it says here, the words are here today, 44 years later, and I'm proud to say, humble, pr humbly proud to say that December 6th of this year will be three years in recovery. 42 years, I don't know where I was. I was chasing that first bite, but I'm truly in recovery today and it'll be three years this December 6th. And it says here that they got uncanny understanding, which these people had were irresistible. <sighs> I know that my recovery today is because of people like you and my sisters who hear me and my sisters and brothers who have opened this big book and explained it to me. I've just come to accept chapter four, how it works. I resented it terribly. I resented it because it was a mantra that I learned, like the rhyme of the ancient mariner. There are people today who understand me. There are people who today who, who, who open their hearts to me, and I relate to them. My heart hurts today for those who are white-knuckling, who don't have the recovery. I sometimes feel inadequate not to know what to say, to say, I've got the miracle. It took me forever. You can get it, too. This is really a wonderful, wonderful place. We see miracles. We're here together. We understand each other. We care about each other. And we walk step by step in the 12 steps because we study this book. And for that, I'm grateful. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you for letting me be here today. Another morning with vision. Thank you, Leah. Thank you. Um, okay. So now we're going to go over to Larry Kay. And then we'll have Vasa. Oh, good morning, Larry. Good morning, moderator. How are you? Oh, gosh. You know, here's what a, a brave soul offered me. Um, you know, talk about a miracle. He said this a uh, number of years ago. He said, Larry, I dare you to become immersed in the 12 steps and come away from that where your internal landscape remains the same. I double dog dare you. See, it's not possible. And I haven't seen it yet, although you may be the first one. And if you are the first one, I want to hear from you because there's something I can learn from you. You know, I, I have not seen a person where they've uh, immersed themselves in these 12 steps by following these instructions that have not experienced a miracle. You'd be the first. See, I need to get to a point where I can make reparations for my harms if I want to get off this this merry-go-round of suffering, right? I was on this wheel of suffering, and I came to these rooms where there was tolerance and humility and, and informality and understanding. And, you know, if you're in an unrecovered state of being today, you're waiting for the, you know, look up in the sky today, waiting for the pixie dust to descend on you. It's going to descend upon you where you're going to ride away on your little pony. Well, here's the bad news. It ain't coming. Pixie dust isn't, isn't coming without the step work, without a transformation as a result of the step work. I call it the, you remember Veruca, Katie, from, the, from, from Willy Wonka? I want a golden goose, gooses, geeses. I want my geese to lay golden eggs for Easter. You know, and, 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 and Willy Wonka said, 
he said, Veruca, they're not for sale. Not for sale. Now, what the steps do is they serve to build a foundation of understanding that gives rise to an active transformation, a spiritual transformation. Maybe it's a personality change. I don't know what it is. But all your thoughts and attitudes are going to change where you can own up to where you've been led astray and you can right those wrongs and begin a new life. That's what happened to me. And here's the catch. Here's the rub. We learn that ultimately it's in our acceptance of our limitations, not through ego-driven entitlements, that we're brought to a state of wholeness. That's the miracle. The steps weren't working because I was missing the essence of what these steps were about. I missed the miracle because I was stuck in me. More me, bring on the me, baby. Because my ego runs a tape in my head that says, whatever harm I caused you, it's only because you hurt me first or you stung me worse than I stung you. You didn't follow my script. Didn't you get the memo? The memo says you follow my script today and every day. And I was wrong. So, you know, the, the steps work. I defy anyone to work the steps and not change. With that, I pass. Thanks. Thank you, Larry Kay. All I can think of is I want it now, not how we how we act anymore. Thank you, God. So, all right, Miss Vasa O, followed by Edini M. Vasa, please go ahead. Thank you, Thank you Katie, for your service. And I'm Vasa, grateful, recovered, compulsive reader, calling from Florida, and happy Thanksgiving to all of you. And I love you all. What a blessing it is to be in recovery. And uh, my Thanksgiving started October 25, 1986, when I came to my first meeting of Overeaters Anonymous, and I was given the big book and the 12 steps. And my and I said to my sponsor, I don't want, I don't need the big book. I'm not an alcoholic. She said, just cross alcohol and put food there. And that's what I started doing. And I started identifying what. The, in the doctor's opinion, and also sharing with the people that I heard. At my first meeting, I remember saying, I belong here. And I'm. we are so blessed to have this meeting. I mean, years ago, I remember going, you know, far away to meetings, you know. Of course, I had one meeting close by my house. It was only like three or four miles but I remember going like half an hour, um, 30, you know, whatever, different areas because I wanted, I wanted the program, I wanted the recovery, and this is the only thing that has worked. And it talks in the big book how people traveled. And I, my sponsor lives um, in Maine, and they have to go far away to go to a meeting. But when people are so desperate, you know, they go to any length. And uh, and then I people had been in the service and they brought their big book and they you know they rec- they still recovered even not going to meetings, so whatever works for everybody. I'm just so so blessed that I have found Overeaters Anonymous, just to be abstinent and to be alive. This is a practical program. If it works for me, it works anybody. You know, English is my second language. 33 years ago, I didn't even know the language that much. I remember spending time in the dictionary looking up words. But I, it's, it's, I, I think that's what works for me. Before, I used to look in psychology books, 
I looked at, you know, I am not reading and trying to find out the solution to my problem. None of it worked out, out there. This was the only thing. I'm just so grateful, and I wish everybody to have a happy Thanksgiving today. And today, to me, it's just another day. I treat the food. I don't even count anymore. You know, I've been in the, in the program for many, many years. Who counts any longer? It doesn't matter. Thank you for letting me share, and I pass. Thank you, Vasa. We will now have Edini M. and followed by Linda D. Edini, please go ahead. Thank you so much, Katie. Good morning, my spiritual fellows. My name is Edini, gratefully recovered. Thank you, God, always giving credit where credit is due. It is only by the grace of God that we are restored and recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. Always giving credit where credit is due. You know, we started out with the problem, and now we are living in the solution. Thank you, God. A 180-degree transformation from selfish to selfless, from being useless to being useful. Serving others became our greatest purpose. Old attitudes were cast aside and became new attitudes that cannot fail but only be victorious. The ability to place principles over personalities. This program works. It's a program of attraction. It's yummy. It's this energy one feels being alive and enthusiastic about life, about our fellows, about others, and yes, about our loving, all-powerful creator. A community that carries the message, the gift, and passes it on to others with such joy. The problem has been solved. It has been removed by living in the presence of God. And how do we do this? By first listening and learning the steps and then becoming and living in the steps. We then are connected to a power greater than ourselves that saves us from us. This connection within us gives us the power of change, a metamorphosis that manifests hope and understanding and reflects positive attributes. This is what gives us our spiritual eyes and a softening, loving heart. God is doing for us what we could never do for ourselves. A change of heart and mind gives us a change of feelings and actions. When I was lost and then found, it is the great reality that is deep down within all of us. This great reality that is part of our makeup. This is the vision that we are able to see the truth that sets us free. The great reality, our loving and all-powerful creator. Thank you. I pass. Thank you, Edini, and we will now have Linda D. Linda, please go ahead. Good morning, Katie. This is Linda D. from Connecticut, and I'm a, a very, very grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. Irini just said it all, <laughs> but I'll do my bit here. Um, when I came in and I read a line originally, uh, like... Um, we had seen a miracle, and one was to come to them. The one was to come to them. I, I was sure it couldn't come to me because I was so sick. I was sicker than anybody in that room in my mind. Maybe I was. I don't know. 
but it's uh, almost 36 years later, and um, because of everyone who helped me, all the people, all the well wishes, and all of whatever they knew at that time, but largely because of the uh, a vision for you, because it brought everything together that was had fallen apart where I am in Connecticut and um, made it possible for me to have that miracle and know that that is so real that it's astounding. And that, as was said before me, that great reality is within me. So no matter how bad something is going on inside me, I can turn to that reality, God. And, And a person who is also grounded in God, and come up with answers because of those steps in that big book. I'm eternally grateful for all of you. Truly, truly grateful, and I'm giving you all a big kiss and hug. Thank you. Thank you, Linda. Does someone want to share for about a minute and a half? We do have that time. Russ, Russ, take us out, my friend. Go ahead. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, Russ M., you know who I am. I can't help but sit here and be broken up listening to all this. Uh, you know, uh, before I was in program, I'm trying to get my thoughts together. I'm very emotional on this. Uh, you know, I told someone I love them, but there's like a condition on it where I just couldn't give my whole self to them. But because of being broken and the food and getting through the steps, I'm, I'm I'm able to just tell someone I love them without any con- any conditions, you know. And you all know I'm, this is kind of rough time. I lost my buddy, and and I'm sitting at my dinner table right here, and I'm crying because I think if I wasn't in program, I wouldn't have been able to tell him I love him. Like really, I mean, we were friends for 40 years, but we just had this talk in September and things were open and I wouldn't have been able to do it if I was in the food and I'm so grateful to each and every one of these I just I hope you really truly know how much this this like revolutionary change man I'm a sorry sap that's falling apart and broken but damn it's good it's so good and I, I love you I wish you healthy happy Thanksgiving but you guys this crew got me to be a little softy now, but I love you. Have a great day. Thank you, Russ, and thank you to all of you, and I, too, am deeply grateful for each and every one of you, my teachers. Thank you to everyone who shared today. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following our share ID for today, Thursday, November twenty second, 2018, is 12214. That's 12,214. We will now close with a reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the Serenity Prayer. And will Terry N. please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Good morning, everyone. This is Terry N., grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater from Sweetsburg, New Jersey. Happy Thanksgiving. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. 
the answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously, you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you. 